Hey, what's going on? My name is Daniel Calderon and welcome back to Corner Talks. The pandemic, who would have thought that we'd all be facing such a crisis, such an event that would take over the globe? An event where a virus is spread and we're all forced to be in lockdown, be in isolation. It got to a point now where we don't even know what is normal anymore. We can't even remember a time before the pandemic. Whether it's physically, emotionally, financially, mentally, We've all been affected by the pandemic. We've all been affected in our own way. And either you started a business or spent more time with your family or you know, learned to develop a new hobby and discover your passion, or maybe just take time for yourself. You have figured out lessons from this pandemic. So having said that, these are my lessons learned from the pandemic. Before this pandemic began, we were just so caught up in our lives. We were caught up in what we were doing, how much we were making, the rat race, if you will. And, you know, this pandemic hit us uh, abruptly, it hit us blindsidedly. It uh, had no uh, warning. I know there's been people that claim it's been around since November, December 2019, but from where I stood and from the people that I know, we were, you know, blindsided. We didn't know what to expect. We had no indication that the world was going to be shut down. So we were so caught up in our own lives. We were caught up in our head. We would, you know, be trapped, a lot of us, in what we were doing. And we really didn't take a step back and question uh, what, you know, made us passionate, what gave us energy, what made us ultimately happy. And, you know, this pandemic, when it hit, I doubt there was people were thinking immediately, you know, about the trivial things like, you know, why is Bobby making more than me? Or why is Stacy in a relationship and not myself? These questions uh, were ludicrous. These questions did not, you know, seem to be reasonable. And the reason being is because we're in a situation where our safety and our health is at a crisis, our, they are jeopardized. And my point being is that when this event happened, none of us were thinking immediately about those trivial thoughts. None of us were thinking about how much money we were making, uh, how we dressed, how we looked, what we posted. We were thinking just how do we get out of this situation? Will I still have a job? Will I still be able to support my family? Will I still be able to support myself? And in a way I enjoyed that idea because it forced everybody to confront themselves. When we were in isolation, the next step after identifying and establishing our safety, we realized, okay, now what's gonna make us happy? What's gonna keep us busy during this time on our own? During this time when we're bored out of our mind or when we're not doing things that were considered normal like before. I know a lot of people would you know, travel a lot or I know a lot of people that, you know, would all constantly be hanging out with the friends and going to bars. But at the same time, it's, we couldn't do that in the pandemic. We had to be forced in isolation to be with ourselves. And that leads to seeing what drove our happiness. We were forced to do this because it was their only option. And this came about for myself when I was also very lost. I was very confused when that pandemic hit. I didn't know where I was going and what direction I was headed. But I had to slowly rebuild myself. I had to realize I'm only gonna get out of this, at least from a mental point of view, if I focus on who I am and what drives my happiness. And for me, it was film, it was editing, it was also reading. And then I discovered hobbies like you know drawing and podcasts and vlogs. And by constantly asking yourself these questions on who you want to be, what you want to do, or what makes you happy, you're becoming in touch with who you are. And when you become in touch with who you are, you find a peace. So I really do believe that chasing your happiness is very important and it's very critical 
especially in a time of this pandemic. And I've learned once this thing is finally over that your happiness is your ultimate truth. Your happiness is your ultimate beacon to be striving towards. And if you're not going towards that, you have nothing else to live for because eventually you'll crash. And when you crash, you'll crash extremely hard. The lives most of us were leading before the pandemic was very, you know, luxurious, very extravagant, very excessive, or at least what we depicted. But for the most part, we were living at a very prosperous time, much better than the generations before us. And we all knew it. We had clean water. We had a house over our head. Uh, we had, you know, good jobs in, in some situations, making a good living. We had a university education. Um, we had things at our disposal, like material things. Uh, and again, not everyone experienced those things. I'm sure different people watching this from different parts of the world are saying, what are you talking about? They could be saying, you know, I've never experienced that kind of lifestyle. But for myself, living in Canada, a first world country, and seeing how the culture is in North America, and especially the lifestyle with social media and posts, and you know, just how young people interact, um, we had it good. We had it really good. And it was very uh, peaceful in the sense that nothing was disrupted, nothing was disturbed. We were in our own bubble. And I think the pandemic hit us a lot uh, in the different ways and you know, more so from a health standpoint because we believed we were superior. We believed it wouldn't affect us in any way. And the reality is, is that the virus does not care. So what I'm getting at is with this pandemic, it made you realize to be grateful for the things you have, to be grateful for the things that truly matter. And for myself, you know, I was caught up before the pandemic in, you know, superficial things like, you know, social media and uh, where I wanted, you know, a, a job that I would have or, you know, just people that I would interact with. I was part of this whole like, you know, status competition. And when this pandemic hit, I slowed down and I started to look inward and I started to spend more time with my family and realize, wow, these people, I, thank God I have my loved ones that, you know, weren't affected by this pandemic through their job or their health. Uh, thank God, you know, I have a roof over my head that, you know, we weren't evicted. You know, so many people that I know, young people, friends, colleagues that are in apartments. And I always think to myself, if they can't pay their rent, they might have to be, you know, thrown out and put into another building or they have to find a, another place to call home. It's a very frightening um, experience and it just makes you put things into perspective and you become grateful and you start to realize, you know, I have my health, I have my family, I have my the house over, a roof over my head. I have these things in my life. I have the ability to make this video for you guys. I have the internet. I have, uh, you know, filmmaking, uh, colleagues and contacts and, you know, all these things at my disposal. And again, so many people in this pandemic were deprived of them because of the event, uh, stripped from their job, stripped from their uh, financial gain, their income. And I wasn't affected as harshly as these people were. I was affected in my own way, you know, in terms of opportunistic um, you know, situations like, you know, getting uh, jobs or, you know, finding clients and, you know, expanding my portfolio and making money. But regarding, you know, how you hear stories of people, you know, losing their lives and, you know, just not being in situations that they ever thought would be possible and being forced to alter their life, you know, being forced out of a business. Again, it makes you realize, you know, you have to be grateful for what you have now. And you can't be grateful when things happen or work out for you. You have to be grateful for right now in this moment. And I'll say it again, you know, I'm not perfect. I'm not human. I've been in situations and been in moments where people have to remind me that you should be grateful because 
I get too caught up in myself. But um, for the most part, I realized, you know, today is all we have and we must be grateful for all the blessings that we receive. This one for me hits hard because I know for myself, and I'm sure a lot of people watching this, there have been a lot of people that you hung out with before the pandemic, a lot of people that you associated with who were toxic, who brought you down, who made you feel like you weren't uh, capable of anything great. And the pandemic forced people because it was a lockdown, again, not only to reflect inwards, but to put themselves in a situation where they can avoid contact with those that hurt them. They can also rethink the people that matter in their lives. You know, their families or friends they've, you know, disconnected with or friends they haven't really kept in touch with for a very long time. And I feel like, you know, the lockdown is a pretty advantageous uh, concept to people that, you know, maybe suffered with a, a poor friendship or a toxic relationship. That's why you hear so many people breaking up. That's why you hear so many people unfriending and unfollowing and blocking people is because they're realizing in that moment of isolation when they're confronting their thoughts, when they're confronting themselves, they don't need these people in their lives to be happy. They don't need these people uh, to, be, to feel successful or to feel that they, they're a representation of their identity. You know, so when you hear these relationships, especially, and you know, you have friends of mine that people are just breaking up because of these, uh, this pandemic and you know, they haven't really spent enough time, whatever. I think there's more to it. I think a lot of people are realizing, you know, what's important in their lives and you know, the dreams or the goals that they want to achieve, or maybe they're just reassessing the relationship in themselves. And it's not even romantic. It could be even a platonic one, you know, friendships, friends that, you know, come and go friends that, you know, are just there one moment and gone the next because you realize, you know, a personality doesn't click with yours or you mature. You start to say to yourself, you know, do I really want to always be this whole relation, this whole friendship of, with this person uh, was based off of me just bar hopping, uh, going, to, going to get drunk or going to house parties. But if you strip that away because of the pandemic, you put that into the equation, you realize what do I have in common with this person? What else can I do with them? So I really do believe that with this pandemic, uh, especially with myself, you start to realize the people that matter most, the good friends, the good contacts, the colleagues that uplift you, that want best for you and your family that loves and supports you. And if you're fortunate enough to have these things, you know, I tell you from the beginning, it's, it's a blessing. It, it really is. And you have to be grateful for these things. I know it's easy to get caught up and say, you know, I'm so far behind in my career or I'm not making enough money or this pandemic screwed me over and you know, this area of work but the reality is is that we have other blessings that we can look at we have other things to be grateful for it's not easy but look at them for reassurance to know that you're not alone everyone's going through this situation including myself and you know I'm, again it's not as severe maybe as you watching this or someone else that's watching this but i can tell you that we're all affected in our own way and i think the best way to overcome those feelings of being isolated being um, in a moment of despair is to recognize that you're not alone and to recognize that other people are just as much as you suffering. I've said this many times in my blogs and from the books that I've read and I will continue to speak of this because I believe it's the ultimate truth. It's something that I carried with me from the beginning of the pandemic uh, right up until this point and that is the present is all we have. The present moment you know, you just think to yourself, um, a pandemic has taken claim so many lives and it does not care whether you're rich, whether you're poor, whether you're young, whether you're old. And I think it hit me 
when I started realizing this virus is not taking the lives of those that are older, uh, you know, in their 80s, in their 90s, their 70s, their seniors, whatever have you, they're taking now people that are my age, in their 20s, 26, you know, 19. Um, when you start hearing numbers like that, you start to say to yourself, wow, like these people, just as much as me, had hopes and dreams. I'm sure they had goals, they had missions in life. They probably thought 2020 was gonna be their best year yet. That's when I realized that the universe doesn't care and it doesn't owe you anything. I know that sounds very cruel to say, but if you think about it, you know, we're going about our lives, we're doing our thing, and we think that we have control, we have that power over the planet, over nature in dictating you know what can happen to us and as long as much as we have you know the technology as much as we have you know the knowledge um, that's why you know we have a brain to figure out you know cures and vaccines and medicines to you know remedy these situations at the same time again we're only human and we can't predict what's going to be happening tomorrow and this pandemic is evidence of that notion it is evidence that in 2019 including myself and many other people when I was in Times Square in New York, I did not believe that 2020 was gonna be what it was. And I did not believe it was gonna carry on to 2021. In fact, when people were telling me like, it's gonna be worse and we're probably heading into a pandemic, I laughed it off because I said, they're not gonna shut the world down. I just didn't believe in that. You can't shut the economy down. You can't shut society, civilization down. It's impossible, you know, not businesses and capitalism, especially because we live in a capitalist country is not gonna accept it, but it happened. And this is my point is that the universe does not care and does not owe you anything. It doesn't care about what you're thinking, what you're doing. It just operates, it just runs. And you have to figure out how to adapt. You have to figure out how to rise above the adversity. And you have to figure out, you know, what is important to you. Thank you again, guys, for joining me on another Corner Talks. I really hope you enjoyed my discussion on the lessons I've learned from this pandemic. Like I said before, guys, it's all about reflecting on yourself, looking inward and realizing the things that matter to you, the things that are important, whether it's the people, your passion, your dreams, and your happiness. I think all these lessons, whether you take them from myself, whether you're inspired by them, take note of them, or you learn from your lessons that you've experienced in the pandemic, use them, apply them, to when we have a world post pandemic. Because I think it's so important that we don't go backwards. I think it's so important we don't go to a place where you know, we were suffering, we were in pain, and we were not truly ourselves, we were not truly happy. If you agree or disagree to my lessons or what I had to say about them, please leave your comments down below. I always love to see your thoughts. Also, if you enjoyed this video, please be sure to like and subscribe to my YouTube channel. Take care, and we'll talk soon.